Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, welcome to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where sometimes we eat cheese during the recording. Sometimes we don't. Actually, I think for all three of us to be eating, eating cheese simultaneously on the recording would be a uh, pretty good achievement, but alas, <laughs> we have not done that yet. It would we sound once. delicious, though. Yes. Just a full minute of just... <laughs> <laughs> but you listeners don't want to hear that, probably. You'd rather hear our names. I'm Peter. Hello. Hello. Hi. And I'm joined uh, by our one of our regular guest hosts. Not fuck me. One. Of our, <laughs> I kind of mixed you two guys up. One of our regular hosts, Eric. That's me. Hi. Hello. And then we also have a guest host, Andrew. Hi. Hi. That's me. And Hello. you've been on at least once before, right? Yes. Yes, I have. What story was that? Um, there were aliens, we were abducted, they were in our minds. That's all I got. Was that the one we Does were on the ship? Does that sound like a... Yeah, we, there like, was a ship. We had to escape through, like, the mind cables into the computer. Yeah, we, like, overloaded their cables with our minds or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if that sounds like a bunch of the stories that you guys do, but... It sounds like a few of them. That's completely unhelpful, then. I'm sorry for that description. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, welcome. Thank you. I feel welcome. I'm, I'm glad your body is feeling welcome by us. Mm. So, um, as you listeners may know, if you keep up with the show, the last three uh, episodes we've done uh, were of actual physical books, which is awesome. Um, but we're actually going to go back uh, to internet stories for a couple weeks, I think, to kind of switch it up back and forth. Um, partly to switch up the readers because we don't want me me reading all of them. So, Eric, I believe you chose the story for tonight, yes? I did. I chose Survive the Sphinx, a riddle story, because I wanted to do a riddle story (laughs) with Andrew. I love riddle stories. Yes, please. Oh, my God. And this is by by Viking8779. Ooh. I will uh, give you guys the link so that you can read along if you want. That'd be terrific. And if you listeners want to read along, you can go to chooseyourstory.com and you can search for Survive the Sphinx. And again, it's by Viking8779. That is correct. Um, The description really doesn't say anything. It pretty much just says, this is a riddle game and I'm not going to read the comments. (laughs) So... Oh, and it also accuses us of cheating, which we're not going to do, Viking 8779. Yeah. Jeez. Why does it say that? Oh, it says most of you are probably going to cheat. Oh, I see that. You you said you weren't going to read any of the comments, although I do see one that's amazing. It says, (laughs) taste the rainbow, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, I think that's the best way to start any story that we do on this show. I'm all pumped up. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. You guys are selling, seeing this illustration too, right? Yes. This yes. deviant arts of this uh, very androgynous looking, sensuous, but intelligent looking sphinx. 
Yes. Yeah. Right? He's got the glasses. I feel like it really sucks to be a mythical beast and still have, like, <laughs> nearsightedness. <laughs> like, Mundane problems. Right? Like, I'm part eagle, part lion, part attractive female, and I still fucking need glasses? This is <laughs> complete bullshit. Yes. Do sphinxes have wings? I never even knew that. I feel like in games people mix Sphinx up with a bunch of other things. Like you'll see Pegasi that also have unicorn horns. This is kind of that same mm-hmm. deal. What is, a, yeah, I, what is a griffin? Isn't that like a lion with wings or something? Yeah, a griffin has the head, wings, and front legs of an eagle. And then the back half of a lion. And then, mm. is there a third thing in there? No, I think that's it. It should be okay. it. Interesting. That is that is the canon sphinx or um, griffin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we gotta stick to the canon. And then I don't know. There's hippogriffs and uh, chimeras, yeah. other things. and a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, if you listeners know more about that stuff, tell us on Facebook. Um. Not not right now. Let first listen to the story. Yes, and not if you are an angry atheist who is going to tell us that evolution doesn't work like that and mythological beasts don't really exist. Because, fuck you. Because they do exist. <laughs> That's right, they do. I ride one to work every day. Don't be a dick. You've arrived in Egypt and you're exploring the tombs of that ancient pharaoh, the one that died. Inside the tomb. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> so far as we know, all of them are dead. Inside the tomb, you come across a creature with a lion's body, great big eagle wings, and a female head. She's kind of pretty, if you're into that sort of thing. Greetings, mortal. You've discovered the tombs of Osiris. I was instructed to prevent the unworthy morons from entering. If you wish to continue, you must answer three riddles. If you answer incorrectly, I will kill you immediately. (laughs) If you answer correctly, you will be allowed to enter the tomb of a god, which holds the wealth of... a god. (laughs) Do you wish to test your wit against me? Yes. 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 We can accept the challenge, or we can say, no thanks, I'm stupid. (laughs) Which one should we choose, listeners? (laughs) Right? God damn it. Yes, let's accept. Yes. The Sphinx smiles warmly. Let us begin the test of wits. I'll begin with an easy one to warm up your brain. Speaking in a dark, mysterious, slightly bemused voice, the Sphinx utters the first riddle. I have a head and a tail, yet no body. What am I? I already know the answer. I'm trying not to look at the answers while I think about it. And um, yes, I feel like I know the answer. Should we stay, <laughs> say our guesses like on three? Well, I was looking at the answers. That's how I figured. Oh, well, sh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously the mutated survivor who lost his body in Vietnam. I did not make that's that's the final answer choice, dear final listener. Answer. Well, for our listeners, what are all the different choices, Eric? A snake. A sphinx, a coin, a river, a mountain, a mutated survivor who lost his body in Vietnam. 
So he lost his torso, but not his head and his butt. They just, you know, sewed all the limbs together in one long tail connected to his head. Into He's almost so a, a snake-like form is almost. what I'm imagining right now. Almost. Almost. All right, so what's the... the answer, kids? Okay, well, my money's on coin. <laughs> Pun not intended. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You bastard. Isn't that a snake? It's just no. a head and a tail, right? You're wrong. Well, he kind of has a body, right? Snakes snakes have bodies. Yeah, but that body is a tail. It's not. Well, I'm You're really wrong. glad we didn't do that answer on three now thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. We can, we can gamble on coin if you want. No pun intended. I feel like... I feel like a body isn't allowed to contain organs. Like, if your tail contains your stomach, it's not your tail. Mm. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I guess coin possesses more technicalities. Unless it's mountain, which has neither a head nor a tail, <laughs> nor a body. <laughs> no, I think, I think coin... The Sphinx claps her lion-like paws, amused. Yes, you got it. It would have been boring if you were another mindless mortal. Now for the second riddle of riddles. In a sing-song voice, the Sphinx mimics the Riddler's voice from Batman. Oh, God. Riddle me this! When is a dove a raven? I'm not sure if that Riddler voice was canon, and I apologize to whatever voice actor did the Riddler <laughs> most recently. It was 100% canon. You, you know it. He did a better <laughs> job than Jim Carrey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so when is a dove a raven? So in a book, at night, on the History Channel, when the dove eats the raven, or with the shampoo? Well, I'm stumped. I'm banished from the, the Sphinx's cave. What do you guys think? I, I am not worthy. At night, maybe? Because, okay, we can... Guess. We can say with the shampoo is dumb. That's not it. That has nothing to do with ravens. By the way, listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Dove Shampoo. <laughs> Clean yourself like a dove. By flopping dirt all over yourself. <laughs> um, There's also when a dove eats the raven... Which makes no sense. I like it because it sounds like a Prince song. <laughs> it does. But it's probably not the correct answer. Yeah. On the History Channel, I don't, I'm not sure where that where they were going with that. No, I think on the Sci-Fi Channel is when a dove would be a raven. Oh, yeah, yes. that would make more yeah. sense. Try to trip us up there. Yeah. Wrong channel. Yeah, I think at night is the yep. most attractive answer. Unless in a book, is there some kind of literary reference to this? Is there a, a literature where a dove becomes a raven? Have a look, it's in a book, reading rainbow. <laughs> I have not read that literature, if it does exist. I heard a tap, tap, tapping at my chamber door. It was a dove. Well, this poem isn't going to go anywhere good. It was also kind of a raven or something. (laughs) It was a bird. First draft. (laughs) First draft. 
The Spooky Blackbird by Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) The Scary Bird. (laughs) There's kind of a weird looking bird out there. Has Abaddon been born yet? (laughs) Or however you pronounce that. Abaddon? Abaddon? Yeah, the bird watching books. Abaddon? Abaddon Oh, I know what you're you're talking about. Yeah. See, and if any of us were a bird watcher, I would have pegged it to be you, Peter. I, um, I'm not a bird watcher. I feel mm-hmm. like I could be, if I knew someone who was really into it, I feel like I, I could get into it. <laughs> you could take your cat along and sick okay, the cat I could take my birds. crazy cat who's running around at nothing and howling for no reason. <laughs> I can <laughs> hear my cheese. in the background. It's so cute. <laughs> um, so I guess at night, which is dumb because that basically just means it's dark everything's a goddamn raven at night but okay even you listeners i wonder if that's some sort of weird sex thing among birds like everyone's a raven in the dark (laughs) (laughs) should we say at night then yes the sphinx nods amused that's right at night all birds are black like a raven yes I'm not sure what I think with that logic, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... I don't like that, but... So it goes. The Sphinx's face falls into a frown. Now, for the final riddle. Forgive me, but this is possibly the most difficult riddle I thought of over the 5,000 years I've been here. Just in case, let me apologize in advance if I have to kill you. You really amused me. The Sphinx looks deep into your eyes. Her golden eyes seem to be piercing into your soul. What is your favorite color? Oh, no. <laughs> a shade of red. A shade of blue. Black. Green. Wait, no. Blue. Throw Skittles at the Sphinx. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm really hoping the answer is that last one. But I feel like that's clickbaity or like it wants us to choose it because it's awesome but then it's gonna kill us <laughs> um I feel like black is the only one that's an actual color as opposed to the shades or green yeah. wait no blue yeah exactly. red blue and green are all colors but black right. but I mean like black is just written sh- black right a shade of red is non-specific, so I'm thinking that like the Sphinx will kill us because we weren't specific enough. Right. No, a shade of red is more specific than if you just say red. There's a whole spectrum of red, but if you say a shade of red, you could mean like burgundy. Like that's a shade <laughs> of red, right? But then you can say the same about a shade of blue, and they can't both be. Whoa, could they both be correct? No. I mean, a shade of blue would be like... Navy? uh, Navy or something. And that's relatively specific. I just like the finality of black. That one just says black. It's decisive. It's kind of mysterious because it's black. Like the previous riddle. Isn't there, like, that thing where black is in its own color, though? Like, it's either yes. the absence of or 
presence of all other colors. Yes, it is black, the presence. Black, of... black is the presence but of we all know. colors. It is the absence of all colors. It depends whether you're talking about light or pigment. Right. Additive or subtractive color. Right. right. If you're talking additive, it's all of them. If you're talking subtractive, it's none of them. So if we're talking so, additive, you correct. can't go wrong with black because you would be picking all of the colors. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's gonna try and get us on that technicality if we choose black. Oh, let's just throw skittles at it. <laughs> I want I mean, to, but I, want, I I feel like that's just gonna kill us. I mean, it probably is, but at the same time, even if we choose the correct one, I'm gonna come back and choose throw skittles because <laughs> I want to see what that means. I want to see what that does. All right, let's throw skittles. Let's throw but skittles, you, motherfucker. <clears throat> you have to shout at Eric, or at least say in the Condor voice. <laughs> you attempt to throw skittles at the sphinx however there are no skittles in egypt <laughs> you look like an idiot in front of the ancient beast the sphinx sighs deeply i revoke my apology you deserve this the sphinx claws your arm off you cry in pain as your arm lies bloodied on the floor the sphinx's wings stretch wide and flap softly the Sphinx lunges her human face forward and in a single motion rips off your face with her bare fangs. Still alive, you slowly be- bleed to death. The pain is agonizing. You, e- you feel even more pain as an unknown liquid falls onto your armless arm. You're dead. Wait, armless arm? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Your armless <laughs> arm socket. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Skittles. Taste the death. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. Taste the armless arm. (laughs) I am just so buff that my arms have arms. That is how buff I am. Well, just go to say I told you guys so. (laughs) Whatever, Peter. Oh, silly me, how could I have forgotten that Skittles do, do not exist in Egypt because of some bizarre international embargo? Well, shit. Skittles don't exist in Egypt, but the Sphinx does. Yes, exactly. Right. Skittles don't exist in Egypt. Bullshit. They have McDonald's. They must have Skittles. <laughs> if any of you li- listeners live in Egypt, tell us if they have Skittles. Yes, please do. And well, then, and, and then go to the Sphinx and throw them at it. Yes. Awesome. If I ever go to Egypt, <laughs> I'm going to throw Skittles at the Sphinx. Everyone around me on whatever tour I'm on is going to be like, what? You know, if we had actual sponsors on the show, we could probably afford it. We could take like a group trip there and they'll throw Skittles. That's right. Skittles, if you're listening, hit us up on Facebook. Send us send us money so we can go to Egypt and throw your product at ancient <laughs> things. And be banned from Egypt forever for <laughs> littering around an international awesome. monument. Okay, I'm going to be 100% serious. If I, had to be, <laughs> if I had to be banned from a country, I'd want it to be for throwing Skittles at something. <laughs> I also threw Skittles at Big Ben. What are you going to do? <laughs> It's funny because it's such a mild defacement. They just bounce off Big Ben and then <laughs> no worse for the wear. I feel like this would be a really good Instagram theme. Mm-hmm. 
like just you traveling the world throwing skittles at various monuments i've never used instagram but i will start using it if someone pays me to go around the world and throw skittles at things <laughs> i could be your username skittle tosser nine five four i want it to be skittles motherfucker all right <laughs> not bad all right so we gotta figure out what our favorite color is. It's blue. either a shade of red, a shade of blue, black, or no, not black. Sorry, no, it could be black. Sorry, I'm dumb. Oh my gosh, yes, or green. Wait, no, blue. Now in Monty Python, didn't they always say it was blue, and they died? If I remember correctly, you mean a Holy mm. Grail specifically? Yeah, I forgot what he actually said. Um, I remember them always saying blue, and then, like, they would get murdered. Well, he gets murdered because he changes his mind. Yes. That's all I remember Mm. about it. So we shouldn't change our mind, then? No. Okay. So what are your favorite colors? I want to say a shade of blue, because that is my favorite color. Yeah. I always go with navy blue, or forest green. Hmm. Good colors. Just right. darker versions of normal colors. Well, let's go with blue then. A shade of blue. A shade of blue, I'm sorry. A shade of blue. The Sphinx continues looking into your eyes. After a minute of silence, she shrugs. I can't read minds, so I'll have to take your word for it. You've answered the <laughs> riddles and survived <laughs> somehow. You're welcome to Osiris's treasures. However, the moment you leave, I must remove your memories for both our safety. Both our safety. Mostly mine. The next day, you awake in your apartment, miles away from Egypt. I like miles. Just like a couple. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're in another country, but not like, you know, out of Africa or anything. It's one of those other countries yeah. next to Egypt. If you're in a I high actually... building, you could actually still see Egypt. Right? A few miles away. You're like just barely into Turkey or whatever. I think Turkey's over there. Right? I'll look it up while you keep reading. Yeah, I legit don't know any of the countries around Egypt. I'm very sorry. You awake in your apartment, miles away from Egypt. You're surrounded by thousands of golden jewels and statues. Golden jewels, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. You have no memory of where you got it. A note is carved onto your apartment wall. Congratulations on winning, and thanks for your computer. I won't return it. What? Okay. Wait, what? We had a computer, apparently. I guess we traded that for golden jewels, whatever that means. (laughs) Those are my favorite kind of jewels. Look at this beautifully cut diamond. Let me wrap it in gold. Great. It is a facsimile of a beautiful diamond wrought in gold. It's just a golden statue of a jewel. So we won, (laughs) I guess? We won. So were all of the colors okay except for throwing Skittles? I don't know. Uh, A shade of red gets you the same ending. And if you change your mind... You fly out of the tomb and into a ravine where you die. Pretty There's sure that's no what happens in Holy Grail. 
take your freaking time next time. Not that there is a next time, because you're dead. <laughs> I do think that's what happens in the Holy Grail. Did you and try If you black? choose black, the Sphinx sighs softly. I'm sorry for sounding like a nerdy douche, but black isn't a color. Your vision turns black as you drift into vast <laughs> emptiness. You died. Okay. <laughs> what? So, okay. My initial instinct to choose black was incorrect. Right, mine too. Hmm. Well, do you guys like to know the countries that border Egypt? <laughs> yes, I would. So, on the uh, on the north side, you have the Mediterranean Sea, which is not a country. On the west side, you have Libya. On the east side, or the north, or the northeast side, you have Israel. On the rest of the the east side, you have the Red Sea. And on the south side, you have Sudan. So, we either woke up in Sudan, Libya, or Israel. <laughs> cool. Those seem like those are definitely really countries. Good options. Yes. Yeah. Yes, these are countries. Or, or we woke up in either the the Red Sea or the Mediterranean Sea. We still could have been miles away. Weighed down by our golden jewels. Yes. Right. In our houseboat. <laughs> Eating skittles. <laughs> well, we didn't throw them at the Sphinx, right? Right. Yeah, I guess apparently the minute you enter Egypt, your skittles just evaporate. Well, they, uh, they take them at customs, because the guys at customs in Egypt really like skittles, so they take them away from you. <laughs> In Egypt, Skittles are used exclusively for bribing government officials. <laughs> One of the uh, conspiracy theories I did forever ago for my conspiracy theory article was that uh, Saddam Hussein bought pallets and pallets of PlayStation 2s in order to turn them into a missile guidance system because he wasn't allowed to buy computers from the West. <laughs> but he was still allowed to buy toys, and because PlayStations were toys, he could buy them and use them as computers. Didn't he actually do that, or no? No, he did Wait, not, what? because uh, there's absolutely zero reason to do that. I'm so behind on current events. If you wanted to somehow like pull the chips out and build a computer like you could, but you would never use that for a missile guidance system, because... You don't need that for missile guide. Like we built, we built missile guidance systems for nuclear ballistic missiles before microprocessors were even invented. Like, mm. you know, they were like, "Oh, they're so powerful!" Blah 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 blah. It's like, no, they're like they they're way more powerful than you would ever need. Like you don't. It's it was just. It was just silly, and it was perpetuated by a single conservative blog and it really read like a playstation advertisement <laughs> it was just the bizarrest thing they were like these things are so powerful that he's gonna have this crazy supercomputer the mind-blowing 300 gigahertz of the sony playstation <laughs> coming new in november <laughs> a playstation you don't need ten thousand playstation 2s a single playstation 2 has as much computing power as we used in all of NASA to land on the motherfucking moon. Like, so that means he could have he could have built a thousand nukes. Yeah, one for each PlayStation. That's scary. That's a scarier theory. 
<laughs> well, you, you know what Egypt should do. They should build a missile filled with Skittles. And then when it <laughs> explodes, the whole world can taste the rainbow. That's right. <laughs> I was shocked to find that that involves no sphinxes whatsoever. I thought you were going to talk about sphinxes with uh, bombs strapped to their backs. <laughs> I'm not that inventive. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. The, uh, the Air Force investigated strapping bombs to bats and dropping the bats out of planes. Was this Bomb during bats. World War Two? It was. World War Two was just the most creative war there ever was. The more you dig into it. I know. Using cat really spot or cat bombs and things like that. So just any kind of animal plus bomb. Yeah. We we tried the gamut. <laughs> yep. No, like World War Two and the Cold War, like just they were like, Oh, we can crop dust a city with L S D and then roll in and take the city over and they were <laughs> like, No, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Never mind. Why is that a terrible idea? So, when you go to invade a place, <laughs> you actually want people to act rationally. Uh, that's like, true, it's, that's true. It seems like it would be easy to take over a place where everybody is bombed out of their minds on LSD, but when you roll a tank down the street, you want people to react either by attacking the tank or running away from it. Right. You do not want them to react... Like, like, run up and f- try to fuck your tank, and then you don't know what the hell exactly. to do. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know the protocol for that. I wouldn't know what to do. Exactly. Like, you want people to act rationally and predictably when you're dealing with that situation. You do not want an entire city of irrational, unpredictable, LSD-rich <laughs> people. Because they're impossible to control because you can't reason with them. Right. Do you think there's just, like... Certain countries have their like governments listening to this podcast and they're taking notes <laughs> of this whole thing. Somewhere, someone in China is just crossing LSD off of their clipboard right now. Like but then big there's, there's Sphinx with bombs Damn. on their backs on the list and they circle it. Or they put a check mark next to it. Save this one for later. Find Sphinx. <laughs> Go to Egypt. So we kind of took a little <laughs> little bit of a journey there at the end. But uh, <laughs> you can like us on Facebook because that was the worst transition ever. At facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. That stands for Go Your Own Way. If you type in Go Your Own Way on iTunes, you can subscribe to our podcast. And then you can you can get our podcast on iTunes. Which is and generally what happens. And then go your own way. Then you well, you can go our own way by listening yes. to us. Go our own way. If you want to go your own way, you can play what was this called? I closed it. Survive the Sphinx. By something Viking eight seven seven nine. Yes. On chooseyourstory.com. Yes. Sphinx is not part of Viking mythology, by the way. But, what about Skittles? You know, whatever. I'm pretty sure they talk about Skittles a lot in Viking mythology. <laughs> I don't even like Skittles that much, but I kind of want them now. <laughs> the advertising <laughs> is working slowly. 
You don't like Skittles? They're fine. They're fine. I enjoy the Sour Skittles more so than the original. Oh, the Sour Skittles are good. Well, Skittles, you're welcome for all the free advertising. Follow Skittles on Twitter. Even if you don't like Skittles, because they're fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) Taste the rainbow at twitter.com slash Skittles. Yes. Oh, and I'm going to plug the book. Do it. Because we're publishing a book at the end of July 2015, which is currently this month, but may not necessarily be this month, depending on when you were listening to this. Um, I'm sorry, really quick to interrupt you. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter.com slash Skittles is actually where they are located. I just yes. checked. So now you know. Yes. So yes, check that out. Um, and check our book out at the end of the month. I'm writing two stories. Peter is writing two stories. Yep. Andrew is writing one story. And uh, Ryan, who is also, you know, with oh, us at Overmental. He's a friend of the show. A friend of the show, yes, will be contributing a story as well. And they're all really good. And I think that you will enjoy them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good plug. We wrote, rewrote them. We think Good they're job. awesome. Pay us money. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have six six total stories. Uh, it's not done yet, but I think it should be somewhere between 200, 250 pages or so of stories. Um, obviously, they're technically not choose your own adventure because that's copyrighted, but they're interactive stories um, that you can play through written by us, somewhat inspired by some of the ones we've done on the show. So that's pretty awesome, especially for you people who've been listening for a while. Yep. Um, we'll have more info on that when it actually gets published, but we're almost done with it. So stay tuned. Yeah. Until then, you can whatever. And we're going to go now because I'm not good at transitions once again. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us this week. Thank you, guys, we had a good for time. giving me the excellent set of riddles. And this, yes. this sweet illustration of a sphinx that's on the story's homepage. <laughs> They've got two separate comments on how the sphinx has a nice rack. Really? From two different Even people. Even though it, it kind of doesn't really have a rack? No, it's just feathers, like, on the chest region. Okay, well now I have to open it again and see. <laughs> yeah. There's no rack uh, there, Peter. You're wasting your time. You are correct, yes. There's no rack. That's... Well, we shouldn't... We, the, that shouldn't define what we think about the Sphinx, though. No, not at all. No, absolutely. You shouldn't judge a, fink- a Sphinx on its rack. <laughs> but by the bulbousness of its riddles. I was kind of disappointed that there were only three riddles. That went kind yeah. of fast. And one of them was, you know, what's your favorite color? Yeah. I really wanted to show off, and that didn't get to happen. <laughs> oh, well. Next time. Yes. Next time. And if you listeners haven't uh, checked out our previous episodes, I think we've done two other ones with riddles in them. Um, one was called Tower of Riddles, which we did over two episodes. And the other one was... Uh, I have to look. It was the one where there was like the army guy. Drill, Sar- Drill Sergeant Nasty. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you had to fight the monsters by answering riddles, and we weren't sure which ones we got right or didn't get right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, that was called... A Quiz I Made for the Blatant Hell of It All. By I Sentinel Penguin. <laughs> I Sentinel Penguin? And uh, the other one was uh, called Tower of Riddles, which was by Briar underscore Rose. And both of those are also on ChooseYourStory.com. So if you really like riddles, you can play through those or you can listen to us play through them, which is slightly more entertaining. Or maybe it's not, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to us next time, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.